Welcome to day 34 of our Lent reading plan. We are following the life and teachings of Jesus through the book of John. Take the next few moments to listen to scripture read over you and pray or journal through the prompts that follow. Quiet your heart. Invite the spirit to move in your heart and mind. John chapter 12, verses 12 through 50. The next day, a great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. At first, his disciples did not understand all of this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that these things had been done to him. Now the crowd that was with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to spread the word. Many people, because they had heard that he had performed this sign, went out to meet him. So the Pharisees said to one another, See, this is getting us nowhere. Look how the whole world has gone after him. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew. Andrew and Philip, in turn, told Jesus. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd that was there and heard it said it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus said, This voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. The crowd spoke up. We have heard from the law that the Messiah will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Then Jesus told them, You're going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. Believe in the light while you have the light, that you may become children of light. 
When he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. Even after Jesus had performed so many signs in their presence, they still would not believe in him. This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet, Lord, who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this reason, they could not believe, because as Isaiah says elsewhere, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so they can neither see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts nor turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said this because he saw Jesus' glory and spoke about him. Yet at the same time, many even among the leaders believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue. For they loved human praise more than praise from God. Then Jesus cried out, Whoever believes in me does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. The one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. I have come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. If anyone hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge that person. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. The very words I have spoken will condemn them at the last day. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. I know that his command leads to eternal life. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. John chapter 12, verses 12 through 50. Today's passage has three distinct parts. This is like that point in a movie where you may not know how it's going to end yet, but you can tell everything is drawn towards the climax. As Jesus enters Jerusalem, things feel like they are both rushing towards a conclusion and moving in slow motion at the same time, as the final pieces of this story start to fall into place. Imagine the first scene in verses 12 through 19. Jesus is making his way into Jerusalem for the Passover. Jews from all over are gathering near the city as they prepare to celebrate, and expectation is in the air. As he draws near Jerusalem, word travels ahead. Jesus is coming. Especially from those around the town of Bethany who saw him raise Lazarus from the dead not long ago. I imagine the energy must have been similar to a crowd of people at a presidential rally or the audience of a music concert as the main act steps out onto the stage for the first time. People flock toward the road, shouting with excitement, praising Jesus and laying palm branches a symbol of the nation of Israel, in front of him. Jesus is entering Jerusalem. Surely something major is about to happen. Then the story zooms to scene two, verses 20 to 36, and something unusual happens. Philip tells Jesus that even the Greeks are clamoring to meet him. It's as though he's just heard some cosmic cue. Instead of answering Philip's unspoken question and arranging a meeting, Jesus seems to be responding to something completely different and begins talking about death and glory. Even though we know now that he was talking about dying on the cross to save us, it is hard for us to imagine death and glory side by side. 
death is defeat. And those listening to him definitely would have felt that to be true. They were expecting Jesus to achieve glory through fame, power, influence, and military victory over the Romans. No wonder his disciples and other followers would be confused in the coming days when he's arrested and killed. Verses 37 to 50 then make up the third part of this passage. Jesus cried out, and the amazing power of those words still cry out to us today. I have come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. And if people do not follow Jesus after all that he has done and all that he has said, then they will stand condemned by the fact that they did not believe his words of truth. Let's take one more moment for today and meditate on this truth. Jesus is our light in the darkness. Have you ever listened to someone and heard what you wanted to hear, only later to realize that you did not actually hear them accurately at all? Is there some element of human praise or disdain that is holding you back from fully embracing the truth of who Jesus is and what he has done for you? What is Jesus saying to you today about who he is or what he is inviting you to in this season? Let's pray. Dear Lord, we want to respond to your words of truth. May your glory shine bright in the darkness of our hearts and minds and chase away the shadows of fear, pride, envy, and confusion that so often hold us back from responding to who you are and what you have done. Help us, Holy Spirit, to truly hear, not what we want to hear or what we think is best, but what it is that you have to say to us. May we be true followers of Jesus Christ. Work in us today so that we can echo the words of Jesus and say and do only that which we have seen and heard from our Father. We praise and thank you, Lord Jesus, that you were lifted up on the cross so that we could be raised up to eternal life with you. Amen. <laughs>